Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff we couldn't get anyone else to chat with us about. In this episode, we're diving back into Solonen for part two of three. Make sure to listen to the other parts so this makes as much sense as possible. I'll put links in the description. To cover all our bases, though, if you're diving in at random, we use profanity and spoilers in the podcast. So if that's not your thing, check out now. Or maybe fast forward a little bit. You might get lucky. And as always, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. The next part of this, you switch over to Kato, the slacker super college guy. Yep. Super, super duper senior. Super duper senior. Yeah. <laughs> he plays the bass in the band that Tanida and Rip are in. And a young girl walks up, hears Kato playing, and kind of flirts with him a little bit. And he's like perving on her with stuff. And uh, is like, hey, buy me lunch. So like we know he's dating I and should not be doing this. And he's a bastard. But... <laughs> Mm. But he's such a lovable bastard. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's talking to this girl and she shows him her student ID. On her student ID, she looks super nerdy. Yeah. Going to college, she gave herself this big makeover. It was like, I'm mm. going to start my life over again. I'm going to have different friends. I was never social before. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. She'll start doing music and her music yeah, will mean yeah. something. Uh-huh. She's not going to be that the popular radio stuff, she said. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Main yeah. Crap that's on Main Street. I'm going to be edgy. Yeah. I'm going to sit. <laughs> Yeah, to stand out. Say, I'm going to stand out. I'm going to stand on the corner. Above the and, crowd. Of uh, the crowd and start singing songs and I'll make money that way. It was like, okay. Even if she got a shout out loud. Yeah. As a 30 something with these people playing at the farmer's market, I have my doubts. But. <laughs> <laughs> like, I also have a number of friends that have tried to do bands, and it is really hard to make money. It takes music. Uh, let's say once you've done about your seventh gig at like a local church, yeah, you get to the point where like, okay, maybe this is harder to break into than I thought. Yeah, for real. Or like passing out your demo CDs. I know we've chatted about this here before, but like, yeah, just handing out CDs. You're, you're not yeah. gonna get real context from that. No. So, anyways, this girl Akawa, yeah, Akawa. Which is actually her surname. She gives him her surname as like as the thing I want to be called now that I'm a quasi adult. <laughs> yeah, she transformed herself into this cool chick, and Kato's like, "Keep trying. Go out there, even if it sucks. Just keep yeah putting like, back like into he's it." He's looking at he's in a band that sort of gave up. Uh huh. Yeah. Like they all had this aspiration, but like Donnie didn't have the guts to go forward mm-hmm. in case they failed. Rip has sort of a comfortable fallback, and Akato has a girlfriend that's taking care of him, so he doesn't. have have to take major risks and he doesn't yeah. have to grow up and he's looking at how they're stagnating and then just like just push yeah. push for it because you will regret it if you don't uh-huh. because he knows right yeah <laughs> it's like we still practice like i'm still friends with these guys best friends with these guys but we're, we're not gonna do anything <laughs> like he's you yeah. know in some weird ways kind of realistic about it he's looking at the rest of his life and it was like after college my life's gonna suck i'm gonna need a day job yeah and the fun stops <laughs> like and we were talking about that in the intro, too. Yes. Kato takes this girl home. He gives her, like, a piggyback ride, kind of? Yeah, after they, well, have, they were drinking. Yeah, well, they got, they're drinking. They got she, got, yeah. she got toasted, and he uh-huh. helped take her back. Right. So she runs in after giving him a peck on the on the cheek, and then he gets a phone call that his girlfriend is waiting for him. Because they're supposed to have a date tonight. Right, yeah. He forgot. Yeah. So he, like, <laughs> sprints back to, Yeah, like, I will run that. the whole way there. 
Next chapter of this, Mako is enjoying her freedom. She likes not having a day job, like not the stringent commands of a daily grind, but like starting weird then the AC stops working, which was one of the major things. Yes. And then she goes to check her bank account to be like, can I afford another air conditioner? And she cannot. <laughs> like, she initially thought she had like a year's worth of backup. But she's grabbed some hobby things or some nice stuff that she liked. And mm-hmm. she spent more than she thought she would. Yeah. And she says, well, the line is the expiration date on freedom is rapidly approaching. <laughs> so like she's enjoying herself, but she also realizes that this is just it, it's a temporary thing. I wonder if she would have come back if finances weren't a problem for her. Mm. If we were all financially stable, like to the nth degree, if we didn't have to work, would we? I would, but it would be like part time. Yes, but I don't think I'd work for anyone. (laughs) Yeah. I think I would just be making things. Okay. I mean, if I do work for someone, it's going to be in a job that I don't have too much responsibility. It's basically something just to get me out of the house a couple of times. Sure. Yeah. And I draw the line at being in charge of other people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even now when I have to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, being a supervisor just absolutely blows. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that I can just as soon as five o'clock comes, I'm out with this piece. Yeah, for real. But so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think she yeah, would have. Honestly, I don't know either. Because it gives you something, because as much as we don't like to work sometimes, it does give you something to do. It does uh-huh. take up the hours. It would take me a while to define a new identity where I didn't do a nine to five or however you want to call it. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, like I said, it at least gives you something to do because you, after, you know, you can only clean up so many times. And eventually mm-hmm. you will get sick and tired of playing your games. Or yeah, yeah, for real. Whatever. I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, games are engineering to never let you down <laughs> and, and never fill you up. It's a Bud Light commercial. All right. In twins. That's part of the commercial. Yeah. So she goes to meet I and on the way she bumps into her old boss who is apparently having an affair with the receptionist. <laughs> and then she says adults Somebody finally took. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it, from the intro in this, you can tell, like, the receptionist is drawn like she's stupid. Yeah. And the boss is drawn like he's pervy. Seems like a good match. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and she's all like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and yeah. he's like, oh, crap. Don't uh, <laughs> Yipe. <laughs> I don't want to talk to her. Like, no. Nope. Sh- sh- and of course, Mako's like, oh, he probably just thinks I'm some dumb kid as a slacker or whatever, mm-hmm. which is, you know, just. Oh, he expressed that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he should have told her. That Uh she's never going to make it anywhere because she's lazy. And she's a quitter. She quits all the time. She's a quitter. (laughs) Right. Says a man who's like preying on his female employees. (laughs) Right. But he doesn't quit. Perseverance is not always <laughs> is not always a yeah. good thing. <laughs> hey, but he's out of court. Yeah. Hey, human beings are persistence predators. There uh-huh. you go. You wear her down eventually. <laughs> I mean, it worked for uh, what's his face? Are you talking about Urkel? No, I was talking. Isn't that how the super senior got his girlfriend? Like he wore her down. Yeah. yeah, he just asked her out until she finally said yes, just to get him to stop talking to her. Yeah, and then love and bloomed. now. I mean, is it though? I don't know. I mean, they're the stable couple, so. Codependence bloomed. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would go for. But speaking of that, Mako is going out to meet Ai, who's Kyo's girlfriend. Ai starts giving her advice right off. Once they get to lunch, she's like, You're soft on Tani, though. You get carried away too easy. Tani's like a teen. He's soft in the head. You have to be the strong one, connected to reality. And Mako's taking it because she's a friend. Like, she's obviously like frowning. And then I asked her, Have you even had a serious conversation? conversation yet like what if he cheated on you like what would you do and then mako turns the tables on her because obviously they both know kato right yeah <laughs> right she's dating a guy who is literally trying not to grow up 
Yeah, and then I was like, when I caught him emailing this college girl, I hit him. And then when I <laughs> yeah yeah when I, when I saw a card from a girly bar in his wallet, I hit him. I hit him with a bottle. So her yeah. her solution to this thing is ethical violence. But in my in my defense, or in my defense, in her defense, don't fucking start. A Freudian <laughs> slip no, right there. No, in her defense, I feel like he chose violence. <laughs> he did choose violence. So, oh so once again, this brings up stuff no. in Jasmine's relationships. No. Okay. Have you ever no. said the phrase "you need to train them right"? Because <laughs> that—that's where she's going with this. <laughs> it's everything. She literally abuses him, right? It's so patronizing, and obviously we all know people like this. Yeah. They're the stable relationship. Right, yeah. But Everyone should look up to me. I, and I just wonder <laughs> I wonder how differently the artist would have took that if the dude was saying this to Yeah, it, w- it would have a different vibe yeah. if the genders were flopped yeah, a little bit. Yeah. She should have talking about abuse. Oh, yeah. You yeah. said, okay, oh, yeah, I you hit him. him. Oh, I saw this. Year. You hit him. Okay. But then with you, a then bottle. We, that's, yeah. Then when you yeah. start Oof. going up to like using I used bottles. a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the context is a little different if it's like an empty two liter versus just like you know uh-huh. a glass a bottle yeah. yeah yeah i get yeah it is a little bit but still sometimes you're still abusive but i mean it does good. it does serve to like the person she's here to look up to and get advice from is also immature about her relationship uh-huh. yeah yeah, yeah. She's hides it better. Like she has that stable job. Yeah. She's pretending to be an adult, arguably better. Yeah. But like she's not any more stable about her own decisions than anyone else in the no. story. Kind is, of right? At the same time, like she's seeking this advice because her relationship with Tanida is kind of breaking down a little. Uh huh. Or they're yeah. running into more rough spots because they don't have the distance anymore. Uh huh. They were working opposite shifts. Like she had a day job, he had a night job. Mm-hmm. They really enjoy each other's company for the time they have it. But now she's home all the time. And she has a lot of time to get irritated about the things he does. Yeah, yeah. And he has a lot of time to, you know, things like she whooped his ass in video games and that's yeah. like his thing. Yeah. And it's this change that's happened that seems negative to him. But it, like, it wouldn't be a big deal, but it's like a big disruption right, to how yeah. their routine had been. Uh-huh. Without some sort of communication in the relationship, because mm-hmm. you need safety valve mechanisms to relieve tension in, in any kind of relationship, right? Yeah. Just, just like even social relationships. Yeah, Like sure. conflicts are going to come up with things but if you're like instantly like that's why people avoid you <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean you build a lot of things that into that with any interaction it, if they're it not giving them, them out. a great deal of time to come around to just talking about it yeah, yeah yeah and honestly they get along better and they're both when they just talk about they're it they're both the sort of people that decide to do something about it without consulting each other mm-hmm. <laughs> so. yeah yeah they're kind of impulsive Yeah, A is like, life is going to suck. I want to give him enough time to process that? life. He's telling the story. Okay. <laughs> you said you were going to be on this one. That's what I had to at the beginning. And then I started the story. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean. Uh, again, we don't have to go through the whole story. Like, uh, but yeah. honestly, I'm only like six chapters in and yeah. it's 29 chapters. So but, I'm probably uh, going to like break it yeah, some point, but like, it, but Yeah. The main, I mean, the main okay point. With, uh, with moving through the salient stuff here. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just that, like, the, they the have, character building is the important part. They have trouble with communication and it, like it's shown from every angle kind of uh-huh. that they yeah. don't really do this well and there's kind of a breaking point where it, she's decided to abandon the routine and the rut for what she wants to do uh-huh 
And now their only real income is his part-time, part-time. work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they call part-time, but he's been there. He he sleeps there sometimes. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like it's he's just like there are rushes, I think. Yeah. So he wants to, you know, has the question in front of him. Does he want to like really get the band back together mm-hmm. and try to make it in music? Yeah. And she's trying to be supportive. Yeah. Like, and she, I mean, she's it. supportive, but it's like yeah. the, you know, to get the kind of session time and whatever, he has to leave too. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And they're, that's really shortening up their clock. Like it's, yeah. I think when he finally makes the decision to put the band back together, he has like one month. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. To either hook success or break it up forever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and th- that's kind of the deal she makes. She kind of gives him an ultimatum. Well, no, not really. He kind of did it because he it was his idea. Because she's like, "Why are you breaking it up?" Like, well, it obviously isn't going to work. So, gotta- well, just to get the band started is yeah. like she gives him the you need to pursue your happiness too. Yeah, uh-huh. and even though it puts them in a terrible position financially, it's their future, right? Uh-huh. Do what you want to do. And, you know, the guys in the band are supportive. It's kind of been like, a, especially Kato was like, look, where you lead, I will follow. But you have to lead. To lead. Yeah. Yeah. We are the sidekicks in this. We understand our role in the band. It's, yeah. it's always good. Yeah, because he says, I'm just the bass player. I love how he just literally says, my life means nothing because I'm just the bass player. I'll do whatever you say. I'm like, yeah. that was kind of depressing. It a little is. Bit. I yeah. was like, wow. Well, but it, like, it, it galvanized mm-hmm. that a lot because it's like, the support is there, but you have to do it. And the next chapter kind of goes into Tanya's position because he has this... He has this day job. It's like mindless in some ways, but it's also kind of creative because he's doing this copy editing, right? Yeah. Like he's making art and whatnot and he gets paid by the hour. He speaks more metaphorically, like in his chapters, it goes off into like fantasy realms because he daydreams a lot, right? Yeah. (laughs) So he's like... I feel like I've been wandering for years in a forest surrounded by an insurmountable wall. There's yeah. no exits. Like, he feels like he's trapped into everything. They have quicksand, one, two, or something. No, there wasn't a part where he was something like... about the Bermuda Maybe. Triangle. Oh, yeah. He had something about that. And I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. guy is just... He's, he's a pie in the sky type person. He just yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. and like part of his problem moving forward is that he works up his difficulties into these metaphorical things that can't be overcome instead uh-huh. of trying yeah. to solve problems. Yeah. Yeah. So he thinks in his job and when he comes home after he's been thinking about, do I want to go on with things? Do I just want to embrace the mundaneness of my life? <laughs> Mako's there and, and is like, let's get the band back together. And he's like, I'm nothing special compared to other people to take it super seriously and she is like fuck all of your excuses you constantly have excuses yeah just do it yeah if you suck we'll deal with it and instead of communicating like we were saying he's like i need to take a walk and just leaves (laughs) right does that a lot yeah and it happens at least four times throughout the book where he just like leaves for a while yeah and that is just leave he doesn't like there's no contact yeah yeah and he's like I compare myself to other people and he has this internal debate with himself where he's a bunch of different characters with like names of emotions on his shirt. And he's like, should I swim upstream and be a try hard or should I just accept that I'm going to be bored and sad for the rest of my life? So, this is what adulthood is. Right? He, I think, does he literally say that? Like being bored, being sad is, and bored is what being adult is or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What he gets like, into. Wow. That's... Yeah, so they put the pan back together, right? After this, mm. he's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take it seriously. Let's see if this is actually a thing. And if not, I'm just going to give up on life. Yep. <laughs> so they send out a demo CD to a bunch of different places, hoping and they're, they're going to get It's very much like a, it's not very refined because he was like, let's go do this. In one Right now. the fuck now. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like one take while that feeling, like mm-hmm. the the energy of let's get back to yeah. it, is, uh-huh. is still in us. And my word, and he goes, I'm, didn't he say I'm not even going to re- use the words I've already written? I'm just going to make it up as we go. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. just like, what the hell? Like, like this, Leroy this no, Jenkins. Yeah, this ain't <laughs> like, no damn Little Wayne rapping shit. I'm yeah. like, what the? <laughs> That's why Little Wayne has like four thousand albums. I know. Just like, come right. on. He's like, we're just gonna. He's like, the song we're gonna sing. No, we're singing this new song called. So yeah, put, yeah. Putting the uh-huh. stuff out is like they don't get a lot of attention from it, but they do get one bite from an actual recording company. Yeah. Well, I, I would say like after they send all the CDs out, they have this party on the beach. And there's like fireworks and all this sort of stuff, and like one of the fireworks when it goes off releases this little parachute guy that comes down, and Tony catches it before they're chased off the beach by the cops or whatever. <laughs> but it, it takes a while for them to get it's a, a fun experience if you've never been chased off a beach in Japan by the cops for shooting fireworks. <laughs> you should try it sometime. It's great. <laughs> so for everyone out there listening, that was uh, beach in Japan fireworks. <laughs> Make notes in the comments. This is older experience. It may not be relevant anymore, but if you're a foreigner, they don't really take seriously that you should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> They send it off and they get a bite. Yeah. Dead. The recording company contacts them, says they have a you know something lined up, so they all mm-hmm. get nice and go out. Uh-huh. And there's something a little off as Taneda meets the you know the executive guy. Yeah. You know, the yeah. guy who's gonna come but like it, it's not really they don't say anything right away. But it's the job is not we wanna hire your band or we uh-huh. wanna do you know, produce your album or whatever. It's we have a starlet we've been grooming who mm-hmm. wants to do edgy instead of uh-huh. nice idol. Yeah. And and we want to hire you to be her backup band while she's building her reputation. Right. As a singer-songwriter, but you will be the songwriter. You'll be the right. songwriter and the backup. Right? You know, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, we're just, you're going to build someone else's brand who's being groomed into it. Yeah. And that would be good money. Yeah. And a way to advance yeah. the right. thing, but it's not, you know... It's not the breakout they were looking for. No, it is not. And while they're all considering that, and Tanida especially is like, is this the compromise I'm willing to make? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mako just says no. Right. She stands yeah, up she, and is like, yeah, no. she's like, no. She's like, nope. Yeah. I'm like you're not even part of this band. I don't know why you even said anything. <laughs> I mean, but okay, they, yo, they yo definitely yeah. agree with her. They oh, yeah, just like, on the way out, like, yeah. yeah. out Tanida's just like, Mako, thank you. Yeah, eventually. But before they leave, he has, you know, he stays back a little bit and talks to the executive just like Well, he he goes to the bathroom. The bathroom yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the the executive comes in the bathroom too. Yeah, it's like, like to also use the like facilities. He, like he knows the guy's name and is like nobody else even recognized you. But like this guy is from Yeah, he was in, in favorite band. 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 Yeah. yeah. That made him want to do music in the first place. Uh-huh. And like he's like I'm just surprised to see you here. Right, yeah. I didn't like expect this. you, like would you be inspired a me sellout. to this and yeah. you've, you've mm-hmm. sold out so far that you're just the executive guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're, you're not just executive guy for a couple you're an executive guy that makes this making like yeah. music. Well, like, and you're here trying, trying to, to convince talk me out, like, trying yeah. to sell yeah. us on giving up. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And the guy is like, "Well, my priorities changed since I was in the band. Like, yeah. not all the battles are in front of the spotlight. Yeah, I became an adult. Basically, saying I got older. <laughs> yeah, and I gave up. And what what they don't mention, and it's something you have to kind of really pay attention to in the background when they introduce the idol that they're talking about being the front for. Mm-hmm. That's one of the pictures that Tanya was editing at his old job. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he's the one that made the poster that they tried uh. to pitch to them. So he's like, "Oh my fucking god." It's a pseudo creative job. It's going oh. to suck my soul out of my ass. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering if he like it didn't. I don't like, know. It's if just he, another right? step it? in the path he's on already. Yeah, and if you it's... watch his facial expressions, he goes from excited, and once they show him that picture, he's like, "Yeah, oh, no fuck." <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So a- as he's leaving the bathroom, he uh, reaches into his pocket because like hand towels in like certain rich parts of Japan, you, ha- you have to pay for towels. Yeah, to, I, to I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> right? In Germany, you have to pay for toilet paper. So it's like, it's a whole thing. Americans are just like used to Damn. free paper. But when he reaches into his Either pocket. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I know, right? I'm genuinely surprised that one America doesn't monetize this yet. I'm, I'm shocked too. Their diets probably aren't healthy enough to charge for toilet paper. Also, yeah. there's a lot of America that would just not wipe. So oh, yeah. I figure. That's fair. You don't want to deal mm. with that. So <laughs> um, at least they get home. As he's reaching into his pocket, he pulls out the parachute guy from the beach when they had this party and like when they were happy and hopeful and like we just sent our CD out like this is going to be our big break. Yeah. And Tanya in that moment is like, this is my life. I'm done dreaming. And he drops the parachute guy out of the window in this big sky rise. And Rip and Mako are on the ground already. And they see this parachute guy slowly floating away. And it's like a metaphor, again, for him giving up on his dream. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're sitting, like, right about the deadline where he was like, if we don't make it by here, right. mm-hmm. I'm uh-huh. breaking up the band for good. Right. So they don't get any other responses to the CDs. The seasons are about to change. Mako says that it's been about two and a half months since she's quit. And she feels guilty for not contributing to society. She's like a corpse that's just taking up space. Yeah. And then they go out on this boat ride, Tanada and Mako. And Tanada is like, we should break up. And she's like, I do not want to do that. And he's like, I'm going to move back with my parents. My dad's going to give me a job. I'm just... I'm going to be a, a welding asshole, if yeah. you guys remember the specials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she goes crazy. Not crazy. She goes uh, super ex-girlfriend and snap this. So she snapped the oar. And then she no, snapped. no. So he's like messing with it. Like he's adjusting his glasses or whatever. And ex- almost drops them into the into the river. I know, but before he, when she, he first said we should break up, she snapped something. Was that the oh, oar? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. She snapped something that was wood, and that's the only thing I think of was the ore. And then he goes looking for his glasses as they fall out into the... Yeah, so she falls into the water. Nope. Right. Grabs him, throws him in, and says, I don't think so. I'm like, all right. Yeah. There you go. I can see how you think something broke, but I'm looking at the panel, and he's just holding the oars. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. Like, yeah. the only sound after he says we should break up is the squeaking of the oars. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And as she's coming up and sobbing, mm. well, she's she says, you said you'd take care of things. Yeah. When... She said she was going to quit. He was like, I'll take care of stuff for you. And mm-hmm. she's like throwing the back in his face. Is like, you're giving up on us after all this time. I tried with you, you fucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was relatable, but I just felt like it was super manipulative. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I was like. And then her soaked ass gets to go home and have a cold bath because they haven't been able to pay for hot water. Right. Yeah, yeah. because she just quit. Paying. She was like, I may or may not have paid the utilities. And I was like, so after this psycho moment. You, we get back here and you excuse me like, man what we, we don't have electricity and we don't have hot water because those bills are on the table which you do have money to pay for but you don't you just don't want to pay them yeah because yeah. that'll that'll lower the time until she can't pay yeah. rent uh-huh. once again i've totally done that but <laughs> at yeah. the same time i never got to the point where they were going to cut something off where I was like, oh. Listen, them yeah. cold showers, they be brisk. You got to yeah, be fast. Yeah. And maybe they're like, because she's taking a bath, not a shower, I think. Right. Yeah. Maybe True. she like used the kettle or something to warm water up. I don't it's know. possible. Okay, so they, they go back home. Oh, isn't this the part where he decides he's going to like 
take another walk. Yeah, he yeah. says yeah. after they talk for a little bit and like I, it kind of implies that they made out or something. He, he goes like, for another wrote walk. something in his diary and then goes for a walk. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He goes for a walk, and then the next like so it's like chapter end, and the next chapter opens with he it's been five back. days. Yeah, so yeah. five days have passed. Mako has a cold now. I'm yes. gonna guess because she fell in the water. Fell in the river and yeah. a cold bath. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the CDs gets returned from a record label, and she's like, you know, I never actually listened to like, the song. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm a little bit like, ah, okay, uh, okay, all right. This is so important to you. Why do you listen to the song? <laughs> and the song is like such a is like a straight up breakup song. Yeah, it. She <laughs> in her mind, she's like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I mean, it was a breakup song, but not for who she thought it was. Yeah. So the group comes to check on her because, you know, she's been sick for she's five sick days and Tana is gone, just, you right? know, fucked off at this point. Missing. They like take care of her and she's very introspectively being like, oh my God, I was such a shitty person, et cetera, et cetera. And they were like, no, he's being an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. That whole time I was like, why are you entertaining this? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, well, I don't. Why are you even? We, we like, need to talk about. Why this. are you saying this is your fault? He literally just like, yeah, I'm gonna go get some cigarettes. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, for real. Finally, finally, Tanita calls. <laughs> right, everyone is at the apartment and so forth, and he calls and he calls and said, "Okay, I got my job back. He's gonna go full time next week. I'm gonna continue the band too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put my life together. I'm gonna invest in the things that I care about that I say I'm yeah, caring about. It's like, like even if we don't, good. even if we don't play, we're just we're still gonna yeah. practice and write yeah. things. And he's like, I thought I was gonna change the world with my music, but like that's insane, right? It's like I was gonna face on any obstacle, but sometimes you can't. Yeah. Like you, he's starting to embrace this. Yeah. Most important." Thing in my life is you right i wanted to play with you guys and i wanted to be with mako yeah and the reason i haven't called is because you know my phone got hi henry <laughs> hello henry like hey. a, uh, our, our cat's losing his mind in the background here right. um, <laughs> yeah he goes he said i can't i didn't call you or get in touch with you because you know my phone, my phone was died. in water right? it was, yeah. so it was dead Right, and he could have just fucking come home. This is obvious. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's true. He could have just came home. He's been Definitely. a shit boyfriend here, <laughs> or, or I'm pretty sure. I mean, we can't say that she's been uh, like no. a plus girlfriend no. either. No, 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 no. Mistakes then, were made on both sides. And then there's parts <laughs> in the book too where he stays night at some of his friends' house. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure they have a phone that oh, you yeah. could have used, or at the office. Yeah, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that she has an email account. Uh, I don't know. It's and it's 2005. There was yeah, a lot options, of options. Yeah. The options were available. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he's like, okay, let's find happiness together. We need to do this thing. Yeah. And she's like, come home. I want to see you. And at that point, I thought we were okay. Right. We've made some like, headway. All right. This is going to be yeah. the third act. Yeah. The rest of this mm-hmm. is going to be them finding a doll hood. But that's not what happens. No. Well, no. okay. <laughs> okay. The actual thing I'm looking at is there's too much of this left for this to work out. Right. Yeah. Like that's, you know, the meta thing or whatever. This is like 200 pages into the 400 page thing. <laughs> it's 207 pages in. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's like no way this is going to work out. 400 and some odd page book. And this has been the funniest thing in the whole <laughs> Happened. Or the most tragic, whatever. So, so he's headed home, and he's like, "I'm happy with this." He's like, "I'm happy with this." On his right? moped, going through, and like, while he's trying to come to grips with this decision, he's crying. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. He's not looking at the road. Mistake number two. Mm-hmm. He blows uh-huh. right through a red light or something. Mistake three. And mm-hmm. gets absolutely fucking plowed by. Yeah. <laughs> he gets. 
It's not even like he gets hit. Well, it's just like showing his helmet sailing off. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he didn't even strap his helmet on. Yeah. No. He did not. Because no. I was sitting there like, how did you end up with? I know. Oh, that's, right? that's all the yeah. blood. Okay. All right. Cool. So, People have asked him about that specific scene for a while, and he's the the author said I wanted to keep it vague. I didn't want to like think through the whole process because the rest of the characters aren't there for that moment, right? Like it's that's him, his decision, his whatever, like his state of mind at that point was just in his head. None mm-hmm. of the characters would know what happened at all. So he's like, I I can't think about this because I need to write for the rest of the characters. But some people think that the light turned red and he hit the accelerator. It's like, if I get through this light, I'm going to go to my life. If not, I'm just going to die here and now. Is that why he was all happy looking? That doesn't make any sense, but okay. I mean, he was pretty happy looking when he was dying. He was just laying. The reason why I laugh like is because the sky is blue. Yeah, yeah, the reason why I laugh was because they show him laying down and he's just smiling, blood coming out of him. And they're like, eh. uh-huh. "It's is- supposed to be a juxtaposition to what Mako said about the the sky closing in her yeah. in chapter three. Yeah, he just, so he, I thought he was gonna survive because I was like, "Oh, obviously he just he got hurt." But I, was, I thought that would too. I, yeah, I, I thought he was gonna be other romantic it, comedy. Yeah. He'd be like, "Well, I guess he's better now." Yeah, better no, he's like, "Oh, he's gonna be in a coma." So I thought he'll be in a coma for the last hat last part of the book right, yeah. and then come up later uh-huh. come out of it later and they're like oh i love you i love you right. too and then they you know yeah they uh sleepless in seattle each yeah, other but anyway, motherfuckers yeah. just dead right yeah well i mean yeah, there's one more chapter right that. so yeah. <laughs> it goes bridge to terabithianos but there's one <laughs> chapter in uh, the middle just, here guys, it was so hilarious <laughs> sorry spoilers for bridge to terabithia um <laughs> or my girls right yeah or my girl oh that's so um, sad so it shifts chapter 15 here for the bees Right. Oh wow! Kid needed to die. Damn. Um, <laughs> Be supremacy. Mm-hmm. I don't like precocious kids. What? Um. So fifteen is Tanida's perspective, and it goes back through the same story that we've developed thus far, but again from his perspective. So it shifts back to his college days, and he has this dream of being a rock star. Yeah, back to the music club. Yep. He's like. I think the thing that I want to fight for as an adult is this music. This is the thing that's going to define my life. So he's getting ready for this last concert in college and he forgets the lyrics to this song. This, this happened earlier too, right? But this this is the first time that we're getting this explanation. Uh-huh. It's just coming in the form of what happens before his eyes. Is, yeah, yeah. This accident uh-huh. occurs. Yeah. So he's like, instead of singing the lyrics that he had planned, what, he straight off the Right. Mm, he yeah. just starts like he, he yeah. tells the crowd he doesn't remember the lyrics. He's just going to talk to you. Yes. Right. Yeah. And he's like, you know, when I saw a plane crash into a building, I think he's referencing 9-11 here. Yeah. He's like, secretly, I was kind of happy because at least something was happening in the world. <laughs> and oh, that is. Yeah. It's pretty fucking dark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't feel like I have a future. One boring day after another. I'll never be an adult. Is like, congrats on graduating, but I think I need to f- spend some time finding an answer, no matter how hard it is. It's like, this is this whole song, which sounds like very, very dark. This bullshit, like yeah. nihilistic <laughs> so shenanigans. I can think, song of, I can think of it was those punk bands from the early 2000s. <laughs> oh, like the grunge scene? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you, don't, you don't sucks. get me, mom. You don't yeah. get me, mom. Oh, by the way, the Benz ran out of money. Ran yeah. out of gas. Can you lend me some? <laughs> yes, son. All right, thanks, mom oh by right. the way i hate you mom so <laughs> you know everyone cheers in the crowd and later on Inka was like you were saying some really heavy things back there yeah and he's like i love you mako and she han solos him by saying i know yeah <laughs> she totally did i caught 
about that. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, I see. This is how I got set up. Right. He says he loves her. And then it flashes forward to him still on the ground near death yep. after this car wreck. And he's like, I never ended up singing that love song to her that I wrote because I was too embarrassed. I'll do it when I get home. And then he dies. So he never gets Legit, to Legit, that was the point where I was yeah. like, oh, oh, maybe, maybe he'll make it. And then yeah. I keep going and... Oh no, he didn't make it. Yeah, but so, you well, get a whole uh, chapter before they actually drop like, that. Unregarded that, I want to point out the biggest asshole move in this book is that the next chapter opens with like, I guess she got that part time job. Yeah, it's like yeah. a miracle. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it opens with you're like you're kidding. It's like a miracle. It's like uh, you're assuming already? it's his survival. Right. And then like, yeah. exactly. oh, it's, you went back to work. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And there's some random eight year old hitting on her. <laughs> right. And you're like, okay. Like, what, 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 uh, team mm-hmm. angle does it mean about this? BSR is recorded in a socially distanced quasi studio by a couple nerds that think it's really fun. Join us next time for the conclusion of our chat about Solonen. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us. All rights reserved. If you have any comments, questions, or want to tell us which indie band you think sold out, contact the show on social media or website, psreactor.com. And make sure to check out Instagram and Twitter. We've been posting more stuff lately, and it's really cool. And as always, thanks for listening. We appreciate you.